0: Have you heard about Gloria Apparel? They are a quality clothing line with a mission. They are family owned and operated right here in the great Pacific Northwest. In fact, I'm wearing my Gloria Apparel products right now and I love it. The printing and stitching is top quality. The comfort cannot be beat and it is not faded after many washes and many rough days on the job site. Gloria Apparel is a brand with a grand mission to reach the lost with the gospel of Jesus Christ, to provide nations of the world with clean water and resources and critical infrastructure, impact local communities in the United States through outreaches that share the hope of the gospel and the demonstration of the love of Jesus to care packages to our homeless population and aid in the battle to fight sex trafficking and help its victims recover and i don't know about you but that's a brand i want to get behind so order your glory apparel today www.gloryapparelmissions.com again com. the link will be in the show notes get your glory apparel today welcome everyone to the courageous truth podcast i am your host eric lundberg i am a proud pastor a proud parent, a proud business owner, and a proud American. Here at the Courageous Truth Podcast, we strive to live courageously through the lens of Scripture and build courageous lives in a world that is driven by fear. Tune in today for your dose of Courageous Truth. Welcome everyone to the Courageous Truth Podcast. I'm very excited that you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me today. Before we get into today's topic, and really what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about the year after the tragic death of George Floyd. Now, I personally, about a year ago, I attended a George Floyd rally. Uh, it was actually a George Floyd protest at Wrights Park in Tacoma and participated. And at that time, I felt like that was something I needed to do as a pastor. And as a leader and as a family man, I felt like it was something I needed to do. And I do not regret going. But what I've seen since that time has really just kind of challenged some of the way I've looked at this whole situation, the way I've looked at, in a lot of ways, the tragic death of George Floyd was exploited to push a greater agenda. And some of those things I talk about in earlier episodes, but... um. I really wanted to just kind of put together some thoughts about this last year and how the tragic death of George Floyd has changed culture. But before I do that, I want to read a scripture verse out of Acts chapter 19, verse 23. There is uh, taking place, Paul is in Ephesus and he's preaching the word of God and he's stirring up quite a response, we'll just say verse 23 says this in acts 19 about that time there arose no little disturbance concerning the way for a man named demetrius a silversmith who made silver shrines of artemis brought no little business to the craftsmen these he gathered together with the workmen in similar trades and said men you know that from this business we have our wealth and you see and hear that not only in Ephesus." But in almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a great many people, saying that gods made with hands are not gods. I found that very interesting. That it wasn't so much that these silversmiths actually believed in the power and deity of their idols, but they were concerned for their well being. They were exploiting the religious tendencies and the religious needs
1: of the people. And I can't help but parallel that to the George Floyd tragedy. Now, about a year ago, we saw
0: a viral video of a police officer leaning on the neck of a man in Minneapolis. And like so many of you, I was appalled, I was angered, I was very upset about the image I've seen, I had seen Now, we don't need to so much talk about what kind of person George Floyd was, who he was, or what he did. What we know is that, however you look at the story, George Floyd did not deserve to die that day. Now, there has been, since that time, many video footage, police cams, and whatnot, that lead up to the event of his death, and the event of his death really in a lot of ways is unknown now there has been a verdict by jury that says that
1: the officer was guilty of murder and manslaughter which i don't know how that works but
0: really the only people know that know if that police officer was guilty of murder is him and god murder is in the heart now we know george floyd was asked the police officers to put him on the ground. George Floyd said he could not breathe before he was placed on the ground. So there was a lot that the media spun against it. But we're going to remove that and we're going to look at how has the death of George Floyd changed culture. So stick around, I will be right back. Yeah. This is just a reminder to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I really appreciate your support here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Your subscription helps me to know how to create greater content and better serve you, my listener. Thank you for hitting that subscribe button right now. And I'm back. Now, as we talk about the tragic death of George Floyd, he's a man I did not know. I had no relationship with him. All I know is what I see on the media and a lot of times the way the media wants me to think. I did attend a George Floyd protest. I laid on the ground. I was on the ground for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. That was the time that George Floyd laid on the ground and I I felt like that, that protest was a very powerful moment for me as a leader and as a pastor to really confront and discuss racism. And racism is real, and I will never deny it. But what I have seen since then, like I talked about previously, is the exploiting of it for a grander agenda and to really push things like critical race theory and push the Black Lives Matter movement and a lot of things that actually do nothing to help racism but we don't need to get into that in this episode now the truth is what i have uncovered is there are actually two george floyds now let me explain there's the real man who lived born was born lived and died and then there's a cultural icon that has very little to do with the man himself now the video that went viral global outrage emotional wounds were reopened and the violent spark that sent shockwaves through our culture. We saw people in the streets protesting, shaken, hurt, broken over the death of George Floyd. But I remember leaving the George Floyd protests,
1: and I saw buses. I saw buses of people getting off to the place where there was the protest that had
0: nothing to do with the George Floyd or the cause. They were there to cause trouble. You could call them Antifa. They got off the buses with milk jugs and clubs and
1: looked like they were ready to cause trouble. But going back to the George Floyd video, I was outraged like everybody else was.
0: And at first glance, it did seem to be like a street-style execution. And I felt like I wanted to attend that protest. But, and I remember being at the protest and hearing speakers They had a permit for the protest. They had police cooperation. It was very peaceful. I remember hearing speakers who, from Tacoma, African speakers that had experienced real racism in their life. But what I've seen from this is that George Floyd has become a household name. He has become the patron saint of social justice. And this is no longer this movement that has begun. It started with riots and bullying, and now they're pushing critical race theory, and they're pushing all kinds of things into, they're pushing the 1619 Project. They're pushing a lot of things that are bringing race race and racism to the forefront, and it's not education. It's programming. There is a massive difference. But this was no longer about George Floyd the man. It was about George Floyd the myth, and still
1: has been. And I think that the lesson we need to learn, and this lesson is very multi-layered, a couple things. Emotions don't always lead us to the best destination. So many things about George Floyd. Looking at the case, the riots, the protests,
0: the artwork, the banners, the chanting his name that has become a staple. Whenever there's a police interaction that people don't like,
1: with little or no information, they have turned many, many times troublemakers into
0: saints and cultural icons. The media has an angle and it shows. That's another lesson we learn. The media is spinning a lot of these situations to stir up emotion that they can ride their narrative along. And I think that the media should be held accountable, and they haven't. Another lesson we learn is culture as a way of expression that can be both healthy and unhealthy. I believe peaceful protests can be very healthy. But I believe that there comes a
1: point when the health is passed. Now, I remember going to this protest and thinking to myself, If I don't go to this one, it's gonna be over. And it went on all
0: summer long. I went on June first, and it went all summer long. Protests all
1: over the world. And it became very unhealthy. Because it wasn't so much about the cause any longer, it was the cause became bigger. The media used it to push a narrative to help influence an election, to help influence policies and laws and education. And the final lesson we learn is we have a tendency to create fictional legacy and fictional history based upon what our emotions were at the time. And there's no checks and balances about it. George Floyd should not have died that day. You know it, and I know it. But I don't believe he was a superhero. I don't believe he's the patron saint of justice. I don't believe he was a martyr.
0: I believe he was a man who was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Now, he is deserving of Jesus' forgiveness, and I hope in the moments before he died, his heart cried out for Jesus. I truly do. But what will our kids be told about George Floyd? What will our kids be told about this death? I remember when Rodney King, when that beating took place, it was appalling,
1: it was horrific, it was terrible, but the riots in the street went way beyond the justice people wanted, turned into selfishness and permission for lawlessness. And that's what we saw over the summer, that people that were saying his name, chanting it in the streets, many of them were looking for lawlessness, and they were looking for someone to conform to their agenda. And there are way bigger agendas, agendas
0: that were used through this death. My heart and prayer goes out to his family that they had to endure watching that happen on live TV despite any of those things. And I hope they find the peace and rest
1: of Jesus Christ. I just wanted to weigh in on that. Some of my thoughts about what has taken place in culture because of it. But I think we as believers need to be careful, and I learned that lesson well. What causes are we getting behind? Are they biblical causes? Yes, we should always stand up for people and what's
0: right. But when there's a greater agenda behind it, we need to make sure that we are discerning
1: and know what that true agenda is and not be caught in emotions. Lessons do we learn? Was it racially motivated? And what has been exploited because of it? And those are all my thoughts I have on this situation. I hope it helps you form yours. But
0: the number one thing is whenever we come across a situation like this, and I
1: hope there's never another one, we must always remember to look at life through a biblical lens and never exploit the tragedy of others for our own gain. We must be empathetic and sympathetic and loving and caring, but also standing strong for the truth that we discern through the word of God. That's all my time for today. Thanks for tuning in.
0: I will see you next week. God bless you and make sure to take a courageous stand for the truth. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. We live in a world that is in desperate need of courage and in desperate need of truth. My hope and prayer is that this podcast will equip and inspire you to live courageously for your families, for your communities, for your God, and for your country. Be courageous in your stance for truth in a world that has completely abandoned it. See you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now Remember, I am your host, Eric Lundberg. Truth requires courage.